Welcome back to another episode of the CTE Podcast. We're chatting touchdowns, etc. We don't have with us tonight, but we have the original three amigos, Cam, Trey, Sawyer. We are back. Uh, we're going to talk draft class. Also, just a point of interest, me and Trey are back home, so our internet is a bit iffy, a bit laggy at times. So there's We some, still put out that content for yeah. So if there's some def- technical difficulties, just hang in there with us. So this train don't stop. Thanks. So I guess we'll kick this off talking about Trayvon Walker to the to the Jags. First round pick, first pick overall. What's your thoughts on that? You know, I really like Trayvon Walker, but I don't know why they didn't take someone more proven. I'm not I'm, I'm not huge on taking him first overall. With the talent that was on the board, I don't I don't love it. I don't love it. You think Aiden Hutchinson was more proven to take? I think Trayvon has a, can be better if not just as good if not better. But yeah, I think I like Hutchinson more first overall. I wouldn't have taken either one. I would have. I probably would have taken Sauce Gardner first overall. Facts. I mean, he could be your next Jalen Ramsey. I still don't understand how Derek Stanley went in front of Sauce Gardner, but whatever. I think. Don't be surprised if he ends up playing safety, and I think that could be why. But, you know, this pick could work out for him or it could be a bust. But with the first overall pick, unless it's a quarterback, any quarterback could bust. Any player could bust. But what I'm saying is, like, why take someone that has a higher bust potential than someone else? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think, Trey? Uh, I'm, I agree with what you said. Like, I like Trayvon Walker, but I wouldn't have taken him at number one overall because he didn't get um, a whole lot of playing time until this past season. Like, before this past season, he wasn't playing as much. Uh, I also wouldn't have taken Aiden Hutchinson at one. No. Uh, I, I just don't like him. I haven't really – one, I haven't, like, looked at a lot at him, but – I don't know, man. I feel like if there's anybody that could be a bust out of like maybe the top five or top ten, it's going to be Aiden. I probably just would have taken Kayvon at one. Yeah. Uh, super athletic guy. I mean, I still think he has a long way to go, but I think his ceiling is the highest. Him and Sauce were my top two. And For I sure. don't hate – I don't hate that Stingley was taking over Sauce. I understand that like Sauce is probably better, but – Stingley's freshman year was just outstanding. Yeah. And it was just like against so much better competition. He saw so many better wide receivers than Sauce did. But Sauce looked really good in that game against Bama. I mean, it's hard to deny. I mean, I don't care who you're playing. The numbers he didn't allow, I guess, were – I mean, he was just un- – he was unbelievable. Um, speaking of sauce, we can talk about the Jets. They had the best draft class, in my opinion, and it's not close. Yeah, by far. Um, you know, you get Sauce Gardner, the number one corner. Yeah. You get Garrett Wilson, arguably the number one receiver. Jermaine Johnson, you got him late first round somehow. And then you turn around and get Brees Hall the next day. 
I mean, it's unbelievable what they did. Um, look, going into next season, I know these players are young, and I, I really hate people saying if Zach Wilson don't put it together next year, he's never going to. I hate that because he's still a young quarterback trying to figure things out with a lot of new teammates. Um, at the end of the day, they're the Jets. They're not going to be good next year. Um, I think they can be competitive. They're going to be better. It's There's no way they're going to be worse. But I don't think they're there yet. But I hate people giving – not giving Zach Wilson his – I don't know, not giving him time to develop, you know? Yeah. Because I, I don't think they drafted him thinking he's going to be the best thing ever right away. Like, he's not a T-Law type prospect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And – with that being said, like, like you said, they're the Jets. They're not going to be good, but they're going to be competitive. Mm-hmm. So, I think a lot of people are going to go into this next season thinking, okay, Zach Wilson, he finally has some talent around him. So this is like his make or break year. Yeah. It's yeah. not though. No, it's not. No, I mean he's, like I said, new teammates. He's got time to develop. Yeah, um, I personally, I don't like him, but. I do think he can, you know, if, if the Jets continue to build around what they just got, because they got a lot better within just a few days. I think he could be the guy at, yeah. in New York for a long time. I don't think he's ever going to, you know, win anything. But who knows? Maybe the they make is, a, man, a wild card game one day. I've, I've heard people saying if they keep having classes like this, but, like, if they keep having classes like this, then they're, they're going to keep being bad. Um, you know, they, I think they made really good picks this year. I mean, like I said, I think they had the best draft class. I mean, I just, I don't, they're, they definitely got better, but they still have so far to go still so far to go. Um, I mean, that division's so tough. It went from being one of the worst to arguably one of the most competitive. I mean, the bills are far and away the best team in that division, but I think, Patriots, Dolphins, they both got better. Well, Patriots, I don't know if they got better, but they're the Patriots. I'm never going to count them out. But, I mean, the Dolphins got better. You know, the Jets got better. I mean, that division could be honestly really fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no denying it. Mm. Yeah, I'm interested just to see how the Jets just end up doing with those picks. Yeah, the Giants too. Man, they killed it. I think if we're talking the Jets top two picks and the Giants top two, the Giants did better in my opinion. I mean, Thibodeau could have gone one overall. Evan Neal could have gone one overall. I mean, they just they they got them at five and seven. That's unbelievable to me. Didn't they get um, Christian Harris too? Yeah, in the, sec- in the second round. I think I don't, I don't think he's going to be great, but I don't think he was their second round pick. But they did get him. Maybe he was third, but I like him. I mean, any linebacker from Alabama, they have potential of being good. Only pick they made that I didn't really like was Wondell Robinson. I think they reached a little bit on him, but he could be good. I mean, them making that pick tells me obviously they want to trade Kadarius, but that tells me that Kadarius is dead to them, which I really don't get. Um. I don't understand moving on so early from somebody who showed a lot of promise. Again, I mean, it was really one or two games where he looked really good. But 
I mean, yeah, he had injuries, but I don't know. I think the Giants are setting themselves up to be really bad this year and get a quarterback next year. I mean – Yeah, they didn't extend Daniel Jones' fifth-year option, so – They didn't extend him. And they didn't take Malik Willis when they had the chance. They didn't take Corral when they had the chance. I mean, they're setting themselves up to get a Bryce Young, a C.J. Stroud, somebody like that next year, which – Either one of those quarterbacks would be by far the quarterback one in this year's class. I mean, this quarterback class is has potential, but I, I'm still standing by that it's pretty weak. Yeah. Speaking of quarterbacks, Kenny Pickett to the Steelers. Y'all like it? Y'all hate it? I mean, I think it's a good like fit. It. You know, Kenny Pickett's already familiar with that area, being at Pitt, literally Pitt, sharing the same building as the Steelers. Um and obviously, Mike Tomlin saw Kenny Pickett's potential, I guess, and took a stab at it. Yeah, it's still yeah. weird how how long of a stretch it went without another quarterback getting picked. Yeah, um, but you know, this quarterback class was not strong, in my opinion. Um, so I don't, I don't hate that teams waited on them. Um, this is for me. Kenny Pickett, this might be a stretch, and obviously there's no way of telling, but this is, for me, the only place he was he's going to thrive. Yeah. I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, I don't think he'll start right away, but I wouldn't surprise me if he didn't. Um, but the Steelers, if he ends up being good, the Steelers team is going to be competing for that division again. Yeah. Um, you know, they got George Pickens, who hmm. if he can stay healthy, is amazing. It was a menace. That video of him getting drafted is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. What is he doing? Bro looked but, like NBA young boy. He was probably listening to it. Yeah. But bro, like the Steelers drafted really well. I I like the pick that the Bengals made for that safety to pair with Bates. Um I really would I don't know why they didn't get a corner, but I still like that pick. Um, the Ravens, man, they killed it too. See, people were hating on the Ravens' picks, but I didn't think they were bad. I mean, they got Hamilton pretty late, and then they got one of the best offensive linemen in the class, one of the best center prospects we've seen in a while, and Linderbaum. I mean, I the Ravens got way better. I. How do you feel about that Hollywood trade? Let's talk about that. I love it. I think it's great for Hollywood. Um, yeah, I do too. And then, obviously, after that happened, D-Hop gets suspended for six games. So, Hollywood's fantasy stock is about to uproar. Um, so, I, I loved yeah. it. I mean, yeah, him and Lamar were best friends, you know, all that, whatever. I mean, that obviously plays a lot, but, like, He's going to a more pass-heavy offense. He's going to be with a quarterback that he helped win a Heisman. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love this trade. Um, you know, I went and got Hollywood immediately in our dynasty league before the other guy even knew that he got traded probably. Um, but, you <laughs> know, I I like this trade, but – Part of me is like, man, it's going to be kind of sad not seeing him with Lamar, but him with Kyler could be even better. It probably will be. 
Yeah. I think it will be. Yeah. Speaking of of trades, do y'all think Traylon Burks was a good, I guess, replacement for AJ Brown going to the Eagles? I, there's no way to tell now. What do you think? Yeah. Trey? I mean, like, obviously, AJ is better. He's a top ten receiver in the league. So I don't like the trade for the Titans, but Traylon Burks has the potential of being maybe not exactly what AJ was, but that type of receiver. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think this is them saying that they love Traylon Burks that much as a prospect and they trust him to be their guy because, I mean, yeah, they picked up Robert Woods. People forget about that, but Robert Woods is getting old. Yeah. I don't – Yeah. Burks is going to be their feature guy in their passing game. I mean, there's no debate. I could see them using Burks like Debo, but I don't really see why they would have to with Derrick Henry back. Um, but, you know, I, I really like this pick for them. I don't love the trade, but I like the pick, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, yeah. any situation you trade away A.J. Brown, you're probably losing. Yeah, so. I'd be excited in the future to see Malik Willis to Traylon Burks, man. I think that'd be fun to watch. Did y'all see what Ryan, what uh, Ryan Tannehill said today? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, it's not my job to mentor Malik. Everybody's hating on him, but like, I I don't know what the reporter asked him. I still don't. I really want to know. I mean, like, Tannehill's probably just saying, you know, like, I don't want to sit here and act like it's my job to make him better when he's Tannehill's still the starting quarterback and he is getting paid to win games, not mentor Malik Willis. And the thing is, like, uh, Tannehill can still ball, and and that doesn't mean Malik Willis isn't going to learn from him. Yeah, I mean, Tannehill doesn't need to be focusing on Malik Willis. I mean, yeah, he's getting backlash for that. But like he said, like, if he learns from me, that's great. But Tannehill's basically saying, like, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to try to win games like I did last year. You know, like, they were the one seed in the AFC without A.J. Mm-hmm. Brown. The majority of the year without Derrick Henry, majority of the year. I mean, Tannehill's focus right now is winning football games, not getting the next guy ready. Why would anybody? I mean, it's a quarterback competition at the end of the day. Yeah, and he even said that he was like, "We're competing against each other." Yeah, and I saw a, I saw a tweet that said, uh, "If you have a problem with what he said, then ask Aaron Rodgers about Brett Favre." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's in no way saying I don't support Malik. I'm not going to try to help him. But at the end of the day, like. It's his job. His job is to win games. I mean, he's going to do his thing. So, Cam, y'all got a quarterback. How you feel? Bro, well, just the fact that we started off getting icky from NC State, like addressing one of the top needs of our team as adding to the O-line, and then falling on a chance to get a quarterback because they went so late. And, like, we didn't even have a second-round pick. Um, and, like, we weren't picking to 137. So, the fact that we were able to trade down a little bit and pick up Matt Corral, which I think is a stud. Yeah. Um, I love his competitiveness. Obviously, he's small, and he's going to have to learn how to, like, not try to truck NFL defenders. Um, but not I think – interceptions. Yeah. So, I, but I think over time, like I think, I think he can he can be a great quarterback for yeah. us, and he's great with the RPO play action. 
Um, and I think that would fit our offense well, especially with CMC. And then if you can implement DJ in that as well, I mean, maybe if yeah. even Robbie if you wanted to. But um, I think it's a good fit. I still think Sam Darnold's going to start off. I hate that. I really do. Um, but I think Matt Corral can take the starting job by the middle of the season. I mean, I couldn't love this pick more from the Panthers just because – I mean, there were mots where Matt Corral was going ninth to the Seahawks, and y'all got him, what, in the third round? Like, yeah. and you still got your offensive lineman. I mean, y'all couldn't have done this better. I mean, you waited on your guy. I mean, you moved up and got him. But, like, at the end of the day, like, instead of y'all botching, wasting your first-round pick on a quarterback that might not be anything, if Corral is never anything, we didn't. it's still not that much harm. Yeah, because we didn't spend nothing, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I love this move. I really, really do. I'm at 94, so. Yeah, I mean, all right, Trey, speaking of trading up, y'all traded up, you got your next receiver, Chris Olave, thoughts? Uh, I like Olave. I think he's going to fit in well, but I don't understand why we traded up to get Olave because he would have still been on the board, uh, in my opinion. when we traded up, I was like, oh, gosh, like, what are we doing? Because all, in all the mock drafts I've seen, like, yes, it had us taking a receiver in the first round. So I was like, okay, what are we doing? And then we get a lave. I'm like, hey, I like the pick. But like I said, I just don't get why we traded up when he would still be on the board. Well, who would y'all trade with? But, was it Washington? <clears throat> Yeah, he would have he would have been taken by them because they ended up getting Dotson. Well, let's see. Garrett Wilson was taken. Jamison was taken. No, was Jamison taken by them? Yeah, it was. Um, Jamison got picked up twelve. Wilson, Jamison, Olave, back to back to back. So Um, I I don't feel like Olave would have been there, but and then uh, y'all got Trevor Burks would have been there probably. I got Trevor Penny at nineteen. And then Burks was – I don't know, man. Burks was there. And then Trevor Penning, I hated that pick because I don't think he's – I don't think he's that good. Y'all hear mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Technical difficulties. Not good? It happens. It's going to be like this for Anyway, Trevor Penning. Yeah, we told y'all. But Trevor Penning, I absolutely hate. Like, I've seen so much film on him about <clears> – he's – so aggressive after the whistle, uh, which is so unnecessary. And then he's he had a lot of holding penalties called against him. And he didn't play – with all those holding penalties, he didn't play, like, that good of talent in college. And I've just seen him get blown up a lot. I, I don't think he's good at all. I hated that pick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it either, but, I mean, who knows? He could end up being somebody that just needs some coaching. But Honey Badger's signing with y'all. Yeah. I I mean, like, I wanted to take a safety in the draft. But, hey, we got Honey Badger. He's not great, but he's not bad. He's definitely not what he used to be, but he'll be a good addition. Yeah, I mean, I mean – I think y'all definitely got better as well. I mean, the Panthers got better. Y'all got better. Broncos, 
you know, we traded most of our draft capital for Russell Wilson. I mean, we got we got we got some guys I like, but I, I I'm not going to go too deep into it because I haven't done that much research on the guys we drafted. I don't know too much about them. Um, I watched some film of that um, edge from Oklahoma that we drafted with our first pick in the second round. I mean, I like him, but you know, he he could end up being a steal. He could end up being a guy you don't really hear about. But uh, at the end of the day, I look at it as we drafted Russell Wilson with the 109, and I'm very happy with that. Um, immediately makes us contenders. You know, we've talked about this. Um, that division's only going to get better, which is crazy to say because it's already by far the best in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, it's it's getting it's getting really competitive in that division. Uh, so I kind of want to change from the draft to something else. I'm going I'm to bring this up to kind of start things off. Justin Ross, two years ago, was by far the wide receiver one in this class. Can we agree on that? What yes. you say? Yes. Yeah. Um. You know, his freshman year is ridiculous. Those plays against Alabama, I mean, he looked like D-hop on steroids. Like, he had that potential. Um, he, he was on the same team with T. Higgins and Hunter Renfro, and you could easily I mean, argue that he was the best receiver on that team. Easily. Um, and then he had – what exactly happened? It was something – is it some kind of, like, disease in his spine or something like that? Yeah, his upper spine, so, like, yeah. The part that connects your neck, he had like, I think it's extra bones. Something crazy. Like, were infused in his spine or something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this. Uh, I love his willpower to play. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a South Carolina fan, so obviously I'm biased against him, but like, I love his willpower to play anyway. I yeah. respect. If it was me, I probably would have hung up my cleats. Knowing something like that, where you get hit wrong, yeah, and it's not. I'm I mean, chasing. anybody could get paralyzed anytime. You saw it with Shazier. I mean, it, it happens, but like for him, the odds were higher, and they still are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that out there. Uh, but I was transitioning into something, and I'm gonna mention this. He ended up signing with the Chiefs, undrafted, which is crazy to me. But the whole NIL thing has been a debate, you know, since it started. Um, Justin Ross, to me, is a perfect example of why college athletes should get paid. I agree. 100%. Um, you know, because he could he would have signed a massive NIL deal after his freshman year. And then that spinal injury thing happens, and all of a sudden you're looking at him as crap. Like, he that's his football career. I mean, I feel like guys should be able to – get their money while they're still playing. I mean, anything and, could happen anytime, you know? And, yeah. And Dabo's one of the main guys against NIL. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm against it in some ways, but, like, let's say something crazy happened to Justin Ross. I mean, this is worst-case scenario, and I don't wish this on anybody. But let's say he signed his NIL deal after his freshman year. Let's say he got – he probably would have gotten a seven-figure NIL deal, let's be honest. And he gets paralyzed. That money could have paid for his treatments, mm-hmm. everything like that. It could have helped his family. Or let's just say he never plays football again because of the injury. He's still set because of football. He worked just as hard as these other guys getting paid right now to get to where he was. 
I mean, you can say, oh, you get his college degree, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but he didn't go to school, play football, practice. People don't understand how much effort being a D1 football player, like, takes. Yeah. And I just feel like that's a perfect example of why NIL needs to be a thing. But it really, really needs to be limited, in my opinion. Right. What do you all think? I'll go to get an education. They go – Trey, you're much struggling, buddy. Can't. What was that? We'll come back to you. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm a big proponent for NIL, especially for scenarios like that, because you just you never know, dude. And like they're putting work in to be a D1 athlete, so I think you know with the recognition that they get as a player, especially at a Power Five school, I think it's more than important yeah. for them to get paid for what they're doing in some 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 fashion. So I mean, I don't like players getting multi-million dollar deals from another school and them saying, I'm transferring to that school. Yeah. It takes away a lot of the loyalty, um, in my opinion. But it doesn't have to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not about money, but at the end of the day, you can say what you want about these college athletes. At the end of the day, they're playing football to get to the NFL to get the money. Mm-hmm. That's their end goal is money. School spirit, you know, all that school pride, whatever. It's just not as big of a thing as it was, and people need to accept that. Football's taking a – college football's taking a different route right now. I mean, love it or hate it, it's settled. That's what's happening. People are getting paid. Yeah. And you could say, I mean, they're in our group chat, our big sports group chat with a lot, a lot of people. People are saying, like, these small schools are never going to be able to compete, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, when were they competing? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, they might have a 9-3 season, but they're not getting the five-star athletes that these big schools are getting, and they never were. And I think a lot of that's because big schools were always paying their players. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. You know? Oh, God. <laughs> Trey lagged out. Trey lagged out. <laughs> That's Can, okay. Can we we gonna finish our talks about this? Yeah. Get Trey in the next one. We're close to wrapping up anyway, so I think yeah. it was good timing. But uh, you know, bigger schools are gonna have more money. That's a fact at the end of the day. But you know, big yeah. schools were always. I'm convinced Georgia, Clemson, South Carolina, Alabama. When we got Jadavion Clowney, I promise you, we threw him money. I'm not going to sit here now that we didn't. But at the end of the day, these small schools were never able to do that anyway. So I don't think it's going to change as much as people think it is. Besides maybe a little bit of loyalty, but like I said, was that ever really a thing? It's all money. That's all it ever was. Yeah, like that's that's their goal. It should just make bank. And why not help them financially get there, you know, because, I mean – it's a lot. But uh, I, I personally don't have a problem with NIL. I think there needs to be – they need to keep it under – it doesn't need to hit a million, in my yeah, opinion. There needs you to don't be need a million dollars as a college athlete. But anything under a million, keep it, like, cap. Even if they, like, cap schools from spending too much money. Like, if you're a bigger school with a lot more money, you'll have this budget. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely needs to be some limitations. Yeah, I sure. mean, like – with uh, Jordan Addison transferring from Pitt to USC for a, 
suppose a $2 million NIL deal. That's a little bit out there for me. That's a little bit out there. But, you know, it is what it is. We can't control it anyway, so why complain about it, you know? I agree. I agree. All right, well, that's all we got time for today. I thank you guys for tuning in. We'll have a et cetera episode coming up. Um, after this one. Um, so we'd love for you guys to listen to that as well. I know you love your et cetera episodes. Um, so again, thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next time.